0: I am your host, Mark Turcotta, and joining me as always for this episode, my kindergarten classmate, Mr. Chris Maselli. Chris, what's up, man?
1: What's going on? I am excited to discuss the Age of Steel because we were a little on the fence with the last one, but we held judgment because we wanted to see how it ended, and I am very satisfied, Yes. although quite sad, oh, with how it ended.
0: Very sad. Very, very sad. Mm, what's up, everybody? Welcome richer. back here to another episode of the Tardy Tardis. Thank you so much for joining us. If you've never tuned into the TARDIS here, we are a podcast of two guys who have never watched Doctor Who, and we are rolling through these episodes. And on this episode, we are talking about the Age of Steel. This is the second part of the Cybermen. What do, what do you call it when something's I two episodes? There's a trilogy, but what do you call it when it's two episodes?
1: I guess just, I don't know, because we always call Billy. the second episode the sequel, but what is it in, in as as one I don't know. A duo, I guess. A, du- I guess, a duo of
0: know. episodes. There you go. That's there you go. Terms. Uh, let's start like we always do, Chris. We always talk about our thoughts and like you kind of alluded to here in the beginning of the episode. Um, you know, we, because this is a two parter, we didn't really want to give full judgment based off just last week's episode. Right. So now with the two together, get our duo of episodes. Right. Where are you at?
1: In this I will, two-parter. I'll hold the specifics as to why until after you read the, the plot summary. Um, but, but I thought the second episode really redeemed the first and kind of gave uh, some more answers as to why all this is happening, like why Lumic wants to do this. But for me, uh, the the ending just put it over the top for put me. Put it over the top. Yeah. Uh, where does it rank? Uh, as and again, you have to rank it as like you know one whole episode. I still like the the girl in the fireplace episode yeah, i think I'm the i am with st- I still like that yeah but uh the, this you know i don't think we've really have we really done an episode where we're like we just absolutely did not like it no i, I don't, don't think, think they have done the, that
0: in yet. the tenants and so far all the tenant episodes have been great
1: like, yeah they're I'm hitting really, the stride
0: i'm settling in man did you watch actually as we're recording this uh good omens is out on amazon have you watched right. any of that yet Lieutenant no,
1: I I have I've gotten I'm not I'm not quite done with the first episode, but I haven't gone back. So I got hooked on another show which we were talking about before. noble Yeah, and uh, that really sucked me in, so I haven't gone back. To, <laughs> Two
0: completely different shows, by the way. Oh, totally. Uh, but yeah, good. You know, I watch Good Omens now. And I just think of Tenet. I well, we only I went and watch the first episode, but just seeing Tenet in that, and I think of him as Doctor Who. Like, I just I'm I think I'm really warming up to him, man. Like, Don't be- yeah.
1: And don't you think, like now, like I wonder how I would have felt watching Jessica Jones if I had known more about David Tennant going yeah. into Jessica Jones? Because now, like I just feel like, with the two guys that we know who play the Doctor, I feel like there's such stature with them. Mm-hmm. Some, you know what I mean? Like, yep, agreed. It, it, it's such a prestigious like role to play, not just based on what we've watched, just based on everything that you've heard about just the Doctor Who world. And now that, like, you know, anything that I see, like David Tennant, I just feel like almost like he's royalty. He, I would, dude, I was just going to say it's like royalty. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, yeah.
0: I'm on board, man, for Tennant. I like it. And honestly, like this episode, the ending definitely, you know, sucks you in. And oh my God, it's it's amazing. Um, but this one to me actually felt a little bit more of just like an action y type episode if that makes sense where we're just kind of like we're going along for the ride and I was actually not sure if there was going to be that emotional hook till about three quarters of the way through and I mean we'll talk about it here once we read the plot but there's a moment between Doctor and Mrs. Moore when they kind of realize what they need to do and kind of that moral decision that may need to made to to basically kill all the Cybermen by cutting off you know and it's like wait a minute you're going to kill literally every person in London by doing that because ultimately that's what they do but up to that point it was more just like all right oh god you know the cybermen are after us cuz th- yeah. I just kept thinking we're in this parallel world so who- I don't want to say who cares but it's like this isn't our timeline right. right and um so I don't know but but once we hit once you hit that point with the doctor and Mrs. Moore and yeah. then it goes forward to the end with with Mickey mm. but let's read the plot man sure. before we get going here right. so Here's the plot. So we're going to give you a quick little summary of the plot of the show, and we'll dive into all the pieces here. So uh, the Cybermen have the 10th Doctor, Rose and Mickey, and the Preacher surrounded. The Doctor uses the recharging power cells from the TARDIS to overload the Cybermen. The group escapes with Pete Tyler, but Jackie is trapped inside. As they flee, Pete explains to the preachers that he is the Preacher's secret source of information on John Lumick. Pete had mistakenly thought he was communicating with law enforcement. From his hovering Zeppelin, Lumic activates the EarPod devices and uses them to control the people of London and bring them in for conversation at the factory in the Battersea power station. When they reach the factory, the group discovers Lumic's Zeppelin moored nearby and heads towards it. Ricky is killed by the Cybermen while trying Mm. to scale a fence to meet Mickey. Mickey and Jake decide to board the Zeppelin to destroy the EarPod transmitter on board, and Pete and Rose try to find Jackie, and the Doctor and Mrs. Moore try to find their way to Lumic. Pete and Rose are captured by the Cybermen and taken to Lumic when a now-converted Jackie catches sight of them. Mrs. Moore is killed by a Cyberman. but the doctor discovers that each unit contains an emotion inhibitor. He deduces that if he disables a signal from the inhibitors, the realization of what they have become would kill the converted Cybermen. The doctor is captured by a Cyberman and taken to Lumic. In Lumix's office, the doctor discovers the Cybermen have forcibly converted Lumix into the Cyber Controller, and Mickey and Jake successfully disable that transmitter, causing the humans to flee the factory. The doctor subtly tells Mickey over a surveillance camera to find the inhibitor code in the Lumix family database. He finds it and sends it to Rose's phone. The doctor plugs the phone into the computer system, causing the inhibitor signal to drop and sending the army of Cybermen into despair. The Cybermen explode. The factory is on fire, and the group escapes to the Zeppelin. Lumik attempts to follow, but he falls into the inferno below. The doctor plugs in the recharge power cell and revives the TARDIS. And Rose reveals to Pete that she is the daughter, for, or his daughter, from the parallel universe. And overwhelmed, Pete walks away. Mickey, feeling that Rose no longer needs him, decides to stay in the parallel universe to help for Ricky's. Elderly grandmother and to help the preacher stop the remaining Cybermen. Ultimately in Paris, we find out they're going to Paris.
1: Yeah. So there you Crazy, go. Crazy man. So normally, like, since we've started going like down uh doing doing the show in this format, I typically like talk right, go right to the end of the episode. And my plan was to talk about the very beginning of this episode because <laughs> the first split second is just Freaking awesome! But when he uses the power, source, oh, like, dude, it's like immediate. It's like the 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 opening credits, like the the music stops, and he just zaps him with that thing. There's like, <laughs> if you're not watching, you're like, you what think, the hell's going on?
0: Because you think that's like what we saw last week, right? They're kind of showing some of the same scenes. He's just like, but where what's he saying? Like, you know, but we surrendered. We we're surrendered. Yeah, we're good <laughs> yeah. stock. And then, but we surrendered. But dude, is this and the first time we like, see the doctor kill something? i thought of that. Did we ever see him kill anything? And obviously, no. I mean, he kind of used the um, the Sonic Screwdriver, but has he ever killed anything before
1: that we've seen? What? Did he, in the, is it the Christmas episode with this one, when he's up fighting that guy on the spaceship? Did he technically oh, kill that guy?
0: Oh, yes, yes, yes. How yes. did that, how, yeah? I can't remember how that, that totally ended. But yeah, I thought yeah. of that. I was like, wow, this is like the first time we're seeing the Doctor. Like, he's it bringing it, man.
1: Yeah, it doesn't happen a lot. Mm-mm. Or, uh, yeah, I guess he did kill them because he doesn't, you don't really. Other I, mean, I think you have to assume he killed. Yeah, yeah I'm assuming he did. Killed. In my yeah. book, he did. They're dead. But, it, it, dude, I just, I, it was the greatest beginning and greatest ending, <laughs> like combo. Just the way it, it, and I text you about it. I'm like, you dude, did. if you're working right now, just like, I, I was thinking, like, just go take a bathroom break just so you can watch the first 10 <laughs> seconds of this episode because it's awesome. It's just instant. Yep. Saps them all. It's great. And then the end. I don't know if you want to start. Yeah, I mean, let's do it. Yeah, let's
0: talk about talk about Mickey, Dude, man. Dude, like,
1: as you know, frequent listeners like no, Mickey's our boy, and I guess I'll just start by asking, like, you can't really think this is the end of Mickey, right? I mean, he's got a. Do I, you what, think he comes back? I don't in think some he form? does,
0: man. I, I, the only, the only way I think we may see him again is if, and, and I mean, we're not going to be watching these shows for a while, but if he does some sort of torchlight appearance or not okay or torchwood torchwood i'm sorry i said Torchlight, torchwood torchwood um because other than that like i the doctor straight up tells us like when we go and, back into that our universe the gates closed like i need right. to fix that crack and then we're done like we can't and, come and back
1: for me that's why i i have concern that we're not going to see him again because i put so much faith into the doctor and his knowledge of everything he's he's saying like we can't come back here yeah. like when we go through it i have to close that tear in the peril and so to me it's like you're my guy like yeah i'm i believe yeah. what you say so so because of that because i hang on every word that he says because he's the all-powerful doctor <clears throat> i got like sad that mm-hmm. this could be the last we see our boy
0: do you do you think he did the right do you think mickey's doing the right thing What's left for him on Earth? That's, that's exactly my thought, man. Like, I'm totally on board for Mickey doing it. It's sad. And I know Rose it's is sad. obviously sad. But, I mean, how many times has Mickey been burned just by Rose? Like, right. constantly seeing the way the Rose and the Doctor interact and always feeling like he's that third wheel. And here right. he is now in a world where his grandmother is still alive, who literally could use him. We learn that she's blind. Like, he needs her. Right and then you know so he can have a relationship with her again. Jake obviously needs him to help you know you know because because he's proved in this world fighting the Cybermen that he can do what needs to be done because he has the skills to be a computer genius as, as goofy right. as Mickey is every time we've seen him he's been a hero on the computer that's what mm-hmm. needs to be done to um you know uh, uh battle the Cybermen so it's like in this world he has a place he can be the hero and yeah. I'm totally on board. I completely understand why he did it.
1: Right. And, and stuff like that, like you, you, like you said, like you understand it doesn't make it any more less sad that he decided to go that route. But just how great of a culmination of everything that we've seen from Mickey before all this was necessary for what he did in this episode, all his computer savviness, uh, the doctor repeatedly calling him an idiot <laughs> in in old episodes and mocking yep. him and just saying like he's not and not flat out saying he's useless and worthless, but alluding to it, the whole thing was just, it's almost like he's purposely forgotten. All of that led up to him saving the day and him and him finally having like his heroic moment, and the way that it's presented, the way the doctor, is talking to him through like these codes in in that room and him picking up on that. And it wouldn't have happened if the doctor never called him those names Mm -hmm. in all the episodes before this. I thought it was an awesome way that if it's, it is the final version of Mickey that we see. I, I mean, it's television and there's so many seasons of this. I got to think maybe he's got to come back some way, but if he doesn't, I think this was a, a proper send-off for him. Yep. I do. I'm trying yeah.
0: to think, what does the doctor say to him right at the end? He kind of does like a nice little smile. You could tell there, there's definitely some respect. Yes.
1: You know. I, uh, I remember what he is. I'm trying to see if I can says. figure it out. But
0: it's just, you know, I mean, by this point, just seeing the fact that he is putting faith, I mean, he just straight up tells Mickey like, Go tell the you know go tell Mrs. Moore's family like he basically gives Mickey his mm. own little missions to do, and the doctor's putting faith in Mickey because pretty much every time we have see the doctor up to this point, he never has faith in Mickey. But like right. you just said, he does when it comes to those codes because he's like, "Hey, we're captured right now. I'm just gonna keep talking because I know Mickey's watching us. I have faith in him. <laughs> right. He's gonna do the th- the right thing." Yeah. And he does, and yeah. so here he is. They're getting ready to leave. He's just like, "I'm I'm telling you, these are the things you need to do, and I know you're gonna right. do it." It's been great.
1: E- and, just... and even earlier in this episode, he f- kind of forgot about him. If you remember when when they're all like uh, almost they're at the outside of the, the building where all the Cybermen are walking in and the Zeppelin's up top. And he's directing people and like, all right, you're going to do go do that. Mrs. Moore, you're coming with me. Uh, you know, Rose and your fake dad are going inside and, and Mickey's like, What do you want me to do? And he's like, "Oh uh, yeah. Like he forgot about, <laughs> he forgot about that, him. Yeah. In this episode, he yeah. forgot about Here, him. Yeah, I just saw it.
0: He goes, he says, you know, good luck to Mickey. He says, Good luck, Mickey the idiot. And then kind of like slaps idiot. him on the face a little bit. And then right. Mickey says, like, watch it with a smile. Like then you could tell right. there is just that respect between the two of them. Right. Um Yeah, it's you know, I wonder how many. I mean, do we consider Mickey a companion? I know he's not like a primary companion is he is he th- considered a companion in the world of doctor who I would think I he think is, he right?
1: is yes from what I understand and everything that I read like you, you can have multiple companions okay. how so many is-
0: companions get a send-off like Mickey or do most of them die
1: oh wow you know what I, I don't mean? know like, we don't I don't know, know. We don't- I don't know. Yeah. is that it like, like I've well-
0: heard of uh, there are deaths I know of companions that from people that have said like, oh, you got to prepare for the death of so-and-so. And I'm like, you know, no, no, earmuffs. Yeah, but exactly. Like, how many get this type of well, send-off? I mean, this is the a only, nice send-off.
1: Yeah, the companion. only companion that we know other than Rose and Mickey is, uh, what's her name from the school episode? Yeah. And it seems so, he but, just left her, right? And he just left her.
0: Yeah, so did they so, give like a, a, a send-off to her back then? Or was it know. just a, an issue where between seasons the show got canceled and they yeah. never finished it you know what i mean was it more yeah. just like a real world issue i don't with know that character i don't know
1: i'm not sure but huh. uh, that'll be interesting to to gauge to see how like the epic like, these uh companions get their send-off yep i like do we get i think i've asked this before and i don't remember did we get rose next year too? season I think, three i
0: think she's on the box on the, on the cover okay. i think she is all
1: right so you know. got one
0: I'm, I'm worried about that one man <laughs>
1: I, I man, like, cause you got to love Rose and, and having three seasons of Rose, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as connected as we are to Eccleston, that was one season. Yeah. We're going to have three seasons with Rose. And when that ends, that's going to be, Oof. that's not going to be good.
0: Um, Let's see. Let's talk about, I think just kind of what goes down here. I mean, Lumic activates, like I said, everybody here in London, they all go into the uh, factory, all become the Cybermen. And you know, like I said, when when the doctor and Mrs. Moore are having that conversation about how you know he finds that there's this emotion. What do they call it? The emotion. Yeah. What is that? uh,
1: The the inhibitor. 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 Inhibitor.
0: So it kind of basically inhibits their emotions, and the fact that the doctor realizes that if they were able to basically turn that on. They would all realize they have emotions, but at this point, they're all pretty much lost, right? Because they they become these metal, I don't know, androids, robots, whatever you want to call them. So they really couldn't come back from the brink. So they're all just going to die. Mm-hmm. So like I said, like up to this point, for me, this whole episode was just all action. And then it came to that, again, like moral decision that it seems like a lot of these episodes always kind of wrestle with and kind of throw, throw to us uh, as the viewers and obviously even in the characters in the show, the fact that by doing that, I mean, they're literally killing everyone in London. Obviously, these people are a threat, but mm-hmm. I, I was surprised the doctor wasn't going to be like, "We can turn it off, and then yet somehow we can save them, and either convince them, you know, that this is just how it needs to be now, but they can still live this way." I mean, the doctors are straight up like, "Okay, they're dead. And like that's the way it's going to yeah. be." That that kind of surprised me in this episode, and that we literally lost the whole population of London minus like seven people those yeah. that were our hero. I mean, think about that. Yeah. Everybody's dead. Yeah. Everybody had Pretty those ear pods in in this world. And what's Mickey going to do? Think about it. Mickey's going to go to Paris and do the same thing? The whole population of Paris is going to be dead?
1: Well, there uh, Right? When when they do reverse this curse basically, like there is still because there's a, a flood of people that run out of the building. If you remember that. True, right. You know I mean? right, right, So, so there's so some there, people
0: alive, you're right.
1: But right, but you know, there there's I think at one point they say like Sixty five hundred people have been converted or something at, mm-hmm. at the one. That's right. I what the that. one plant or something. But um, yeah, I think even even um, uh, Rose's mom, Jackie, she dead. She dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? And there is yep. that one scene where, where Rose and her father are are, are you know infiltrating this uh, f- this factory and you know. Cyberman, Cyberwoman Jackie notices him and comes up to him and she says like, you know, in her robot voice, like I am Jackie Tyler. And basically as they like, you know, something happens where they, they, because it's almost like they have respect for Pete Tyler because he created this, they bring him to Lumic and that, in that whole scene, he even says like, maybe we can reverse this. And you still have you always have hope that, you know, that the doctor can figure something out and reverse it. But you're right. In that one scene where he's with Mrs. Moore and they like she throws like some electricity bomb on him or something like that that blows up that siren and he (laughs) figures it out. He's basically like, No, we have to do this. Like, or she says that. She says we we have we have to do this. Mm -hmm. And he kind of goes he agrees with it. And yeah, man, like that was that was telling because he this was like the one time where I mean he fi- it's weird because he figured out like he always does how to defeat this but you how did you really defeat it you didn't really defeat it you really you, I mean you killed all these people which was your only option choice right yeah this was this was like your Thanos moment like you you had no choice <laughs> True. but um, yeah it was a different type of 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 way that he handled this and. Mm-hmm. It was kind of sad because like that's just shows you how like how powerful these Cybermen are like there's no coming back like once you're what do they call it transformed or whatever mm-hmm. That's it. Yep. You're you done. see
0: I love that you see like scissors and saws and like all these things like <laughs> yeah. like how does that become a Cyberman?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I love it. I was thinking the same thing there's no metal whatsoever yeah, in nope. any of that stuff but just somehow roll you, with it. he's got to roll with it. Yeah. Um
0: one, one scene I do want to bring up because it's kind of hinting off just even kind of still it's kind of the ethical things that come up in this is I love the scene too when they're in front of Lumic and mm-hmm. Lumic says to him, what's your name? And he says, I'm the doctor. And he says, mm-hmm. oh, that's a redundant title. Doctors need not exist. And do- the doctor, he already says, Cybermen never sicken. And the doctor says, yeah, but that's exactly the point. Right. He says, you know, oh, Lumic, you're a clever man. I'd call you a genius except I'm in the room. I love that. I love that. <laughs> that line, man. It's so good. But, but, you know, I mean, this idea, you know, that the, the doctor... He says, you know, everything you did was to fight sickness, but by doing that, and there is no more pain and no more sickness, what is left then? Right. You know, there is no life then after that point.
1: There's nothing left for humans to do. Yeah. To yeah. create. Yeah. There's nothing, you know what I mean? And, and he's he's 100% right. And I never really thought about it I that mean, think way. about that. If
0: there is no pain or sickness, then there's no reason to chase happiness right i mean there's no reason nothing no no reason to set a goal no reason to strive for anything because if you're always in that state i mean yeah like like, dude again doctor who the show is like as silly (laughs) and goofy as it is like there are so many moral things that it brings up that makes you think if you really dive into some of these things that they're that they're presenting and that's what I, i walked away after that thinking about this this stuff with this episode it was like man like you know, a world with no pain and no sickness is a world that you probably don't want to live in. Like you need you have to have that. That's part of humanity. When all that's stripped mm-hmm. away, what's left? You're just a cyberman yeah. walking around, you know, looking like a fool, doing <laughs> what? Know.
1: Just going around zapping people. Yeah. And then if you with have a, a, hands. <laughs> if you have a world full of cybermen, you literally are just going to be standing around looking at each other <laughs> like <laughs> you don't do anything. Like you can't create a Cybermen garage band and just kind of no. rock out there's no you know <laughs> no sports you can play you're just literally like you you spent your entire life stomping around the world converting mm-hmm. people into cybermen and now what yep literally now think about that like now what do you do
0: you're you're a, oh, i think the document says it around. like you're you're an earth just filled with like metal or whatever like what is that right that's nothing i think we talked about in the last good. episode what's more threatening a cyberman or a dalek i think we went with the dalek right because, right. I mean, let's talk about some of these, you know, when they're chasing them, this is, again, like the Jason Voorhees, Friday 13th, slow chase. Right. And, I mean, In- Ricky's death, yeah, he ran into the fence, but come on, man. Like, you could just, like, do, like, a swim move to get around this thing, or, like, a spin <laughs> move. Like, come on, man. You know what's going on. Or, or roll. We haven't seen them really kneel. Just roll on the ground. Like, <laughs> jump down and flip. Go between their legs. play Like, you're playing tunnel tag or whatever it is. Like, how are you not able to get away from these things?
1: Do the beginning stages of a squat thrust, and you <laughs> yeah. might get away from them.
0: Do some burpees. He would reach out for you. You're down on the ground, and when his hand goes back, you're popping <laughs> up, and then he reaches again, you pop back down on the ground.
1: Like... It's true. I mean, I don't know. I think that's just in in the history of science fiction.
0: It's a way it works.
1: It's almost like horror movies. You just question so many like decisions, <laughs> and like you keep saying, you just gotta, you gotta roll with it. but
0: And is it all their left hands? It's the left hand I think they always use, right? Or are they using, I I want to say it's either the left or the right hand. Like it seems to always be the same hand that they use. Like and even right. when they were chasing them up the ladders, they were grabbing like with the same hand they were trying to use. It's
1: yeah. So just stay on the non-dominant side yeah. of your body and you'll yeah. be fine.
0: <laughs> and like if can they pat each other on the shoulder like a Cyberman? Is their hand like always hot? Is it always active? And like if they like, good job, Frank Oh God, Frank's dead. <laughs> Frank. <laughs> Frank the Cyberman, he did.
1: Frank. Poor Frank. <laughs> can they like can they like transfer electricity? Like if there's a line of Cybermen. Can they all put like a hand on their shoulder in front of them and create a chain link? Chain? of I don't know electricity be and... like the
0: Death Star beam, like shooting. down. Yeah. It's like a Cyberman beam.
1: You would have to do stuff like if the world can like just went to be all Cybermen. You'd just have to like experiment stuff with that, Could there'd be nothing else to do. Let's see how long of a chain of Cybermen we could get to maybe electrocute something. It would be like Cybermen Mythbusters. <laughs> <laughs> Did
0: you ever play the game Barrel of Monkeys and all the monkeys' arms like kind of yeah. chain together? Yeah. <laughs> And then we got to talk about obviously talking about the thing the very end when you have Lumic climbing the ladder. Like I all See, I could think about all I could think about was Shredder in the Ninja Turtle movie when he falls uh, off the building into like the dumpster and like crushes the dumpster, him. Yeah. That's right. what I thought about cuz he falls down really? slow-mo and just <laughs> big
1: explosion. See, I didn't I was tr- and I watched the episode twice and I I tried to I didn't even really think the first time that it was Lumic because isn't his his mask like clear on the top of his brain. Yeah. And and it kind of showed his brain now. I don't know if you can see that. Right. But there's, there's, I thought there was one or two scenes when he's on that ladder, which we have to talk about the ladder too. It's an odd ladder to have (laughs) hanging out of a Zeppelin. But, um, (laughs) um, I thought there was like a couple shots or angles where you could see the clear, the brain. And then there was another one where it's totally not. Hmm. So I don't know. When he goes outside,
0: he puts on his brain cap. (laughs) brain-shaped.
1: <laughs> it's like, oh,
0: it's like sunlight. It, it, I mean, that's what you do when you're outside. Gotcha. When you go outside, right. you got to put on your cap.
1: You, you're protecting yourself. Okay. Yeah. okay. you got to put on like
0: that SPF sunscreen. screen so it's not R-
1: Yeah. Uh, SPF uh, 40. But we're totally glossing over the the fact that he can walk <laughs> all of true, a sudden, True, true. He can walk, which just shows you how badass he is because <laughs> even in his Cybermen form – he still comes out maxing and relaxing in like this Game of Thrones <laughs> style, <Yeah>. <laughs> like <laughs> and uh, with aluminum it's not... tubes,
0: tubing all going into yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> get them aluminum
1: tubes. I don't. I just got a kick out of the way he was pulling them out of himself. I don't know why. Like <laughs> I, it was just kind of funny to me. But it's not until like the building's about to blow up where he says, "Yeah, maybe I could use my walking ability now and, and walk out of this place." Which, like, and then he,
0: wasn't he the only one too his eyeballs were like those like cheap ass like flashlights you buy from like a hardware store do you notice that it's like <laughs> the four little lights and it's oh like... was it really I didn't <laughs> <Yeah>. see that, <laughs> I
1: didn't see that. I, I, but I love how they do that like of all these like different like races and stuff that they have the one in charge always just has that more badass look right, yeah. to them and Lumic was no different and I think like they had to keep him in that uh, you know, sitting state or wheelchair state because that's how he is. And the the throne they gave him was <laughs> aluminum tubes.
0: I'm just looking at it when, so um, Jack, or um, Jack, Rose's dad uses, uh, Pete Tyler uses the sonic screwdriver on only one side one of the lab. One side,
1: ladder. yeah. Was
0: it maybe he was just too heavy? If you're a Cyberman, like you're just so heavy that you just pull off that second side and they both that's fall?
1: What, that's what I'm going with.
0: But what do you – okay, so what's what's your beef with the ladder? Like I would say we're – number one, we're in I a Zeppelin. Know. I think like the Hindenburg 1912 or whatever year that right. was. I don't know what year that yeah. was. And you would have a, a crappy ladder like this, I would think. But but then at the same time, you have the highest technolo- technological ear pods in your ear. Why do we have a crappy ladder like that? I don't
1: right. know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. Just, I just wasn't – it was just like, I don't know, a, a ladder out of like a cartoon or something to me. I just – I didn't <laughs> – I wasn't anticipating that ladder. I was just anticipating like a more sturdy ladder, but I'm not going to get up in arms about it.
0: Could you climb that ladder? Do you think you could do that? Flying that high above the above? Uh, the oh, ground? my God. I couldn't. I'd be terrified.
1: Yeah. No, I don't know if I could. <laughs> I would just I, hold well,
0: on and be like, just land this thing, man. Don't
1: <laughs> if a down. Cyberman is uh, is following me, that might be the only way that I would be able to, but yeah, it's it was not a, a very sturdy ladder by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs>
0: Uh, let's see. Anything else on this episode? I um,
1: about. I, I thought the, um, what are they called? The preachers. Like the that's preachers, the, yeah. yeah. Um, who, with the, I mean, it's they're Jake, all, Jake and Mrs. J- Jones and then Ricky. Ricky. And then Ricky. So obviously Ricky died. And then, um. Mrs. Jones is it died. Mrs. Jones or Mrs. Moore? I it was Mrs. Or Moore. Mrs. Moore. I Mrs. Jones, Moore. Mrs. Moore, Mrs. Moore. Yeah. And she died and I just, I wasn't in. I guess I should have maybe anticipated that. I just thought she was kind of like a, a good character who was great to go along with the doctor and what they were mm. going to do. I thought they were a good pair. And I was – not that you're uh, attached to her because this is the only episode or you know two episodes that you know her in. But I don't know. I thought she was like a, a strong character. I would have liked to see her um, finish out the episode and then just have Mickey replace Ricky and – they're basically back to the trio, to the trio of yeah. preachers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the scene where they first start – because uh, the, the doctor and Mrs. Moore go down into – what are they going? The cooling system or something mm-hmm. like that to get into the facility. Yep. And there's just a, a row of of uh, Cybermen in like a – I guess like a cryogenically frozen state almost. <laughs> yeah. They're not in any – casing or anything like that, they're all just lined up down this hallway. And for whatever reason, the doctor says, let's, let's go slow. Why? Run down that bitch, Yeah. Yeah. So, and then of course, like they turn back on and I thought that's where she was going to get caught. Was everybody, there's a lot of, there's a lot of ladders in this show. There no, I'm is, thinking man. about yeah,
0: it. Always. There's I mean, a ton. Is it maybe just like an easy prop to get? Like, just go, to us go, go get a ladder. Go to the hardware store. Let's go get a well,
1: ladder. it's probably, <laughs> yeah, it's easy to get, but it creates drama. It creates stress. Yeah. Because in, in so many, like, of these episodes, like, they're running from something. And always. what's, you, <laughs> what's that?
0: They're always running. It,
1: always. They're always running from something. Yeah. So what's the best way to create drama when you're running away from something? Have them run into a wall and then have to scale something. And then those people behind them, they're, fast on their heels so it's it's just the way and there's tons of them and i'm thinking about it like
0: is there maybe do do they um export ladders out of cardiff maybe (laughs) (laughs) they make a lot of there are a lot of ladder factories in cardiff so they're just like hey we're recording here and we just got tons of ladders all around the stab ladders
1: export chief export (laughs) export. yeah they're they're trading uh with with kazakhstan the what's the kazakhstan (laughs) potassium (laughs) in Kazakhstan they export potassium
0: and my wife (laughs) oh Uh, man um, I like the throwback Mickey says at the end when he talks about how he saved the universe with a big yellow truck and I remember that it was not when he crashed through the uh was it the school was that the school one when he
1: uh no I think the yellow truck one was was when
0: Jackie that was way back right
1: when Jackie just yeah. shows up out of nowhere <laughs> yes, with a truck, with a truck, yeah. because someone owed her a favor.
0: Yeah. Oh yes, that's right. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that was that one. Um, um,
0: what do you think about Rose? Or I guess let's talk about the Doctor's reluctance through these last two episodes to allow Rose. Oops, sorry about that. For uh, the Doctor to allow Rose to tell Pete that she's his daughter. I don't know. Like to me, it was just like you're in a parallel universe. Who cares? Like yeah, especially like why wait to the very end? Let's let's when when they were getting set to go on their missions, you you know, individually as group as little groups, tell them why I I didn't understand why wouldn't you do that?
1: And I think that's when he kind of gave up, um, or not not at that, maybe at that moment when like when they're all deciding like what they're going to do, and um, Pete says he's gonna walk in the front door of the facility, and Rose is like. I'm going with you and the doctor is yeah. like he just asked he goes there's no way of stopping you is there and she's like No, it's like we're not mm-hmm. gonna discuss this like yeah, yeah I, I'm going in and he completely knows why and we know why yep. even though it's not really her mom and that's not really her dad We know why and I think like after that He kind of I think he maybe came to that realization like in the in the end it really doesn't matter Maybe he didn't want to say anything or have her say anything early on because that would just bring up too many questions between pete and rose and they lose sight of like these people like running after us like it's not important right now Mm -hmm. get through this mission and then we can discuss it we'll worry about it then later on you know what i mean but i thought that was a great scene where she rose just stood up and was like i'm doing this yep and when he was like yeah i'm not even gonna try to i think they have have that relationship
0: now and and, and, i mean we talk about mickey earning his Respect from the doctor. I think Rose, I mean, obviously she's earned it way before this episode. But I think right. that that's their relationship now. Like it's it's a, a mutual relationship where they both respect each other and things like that. They can definitely yeah. have um encounters like that. Um,
1: are, are were you happy to see uh the TARDIS? back in action at the very end of course man nice little nod i was i was glad to see that and i
0: love i love mickey saying to jake like you're gonna want to see this or something he says watch this yeah yeah. you need to watch this like that's cool
1: yeah i thought that was cool and because it's hard you almost forget about it you know what i mean like it's, it's you don't see it till the very end which happens in a lot of these episodes but it's been uh it's been shelved for literally two episodes and it's nice to see it back in action and then i was he always he said something like, we only have like five minutes of power mm-hmm. or something like that. And to me, I would have been like, peace, Dad. Mickey, you coming with us? Because I'm not getting stuck <laughs> here in this. So, yeah. But they hung around. And that scene almost lasted five minutes. I timed it the, the really? second time around. Yeah, I was going to yeah.
0: say, yeah, I wonder if it actually did go longer. And yeah, you know what? Because, I mean, I, I, what do you think? Where do they go immediately after that? You think the doctor took them somewhere where he could then charge the TARDIS?
1: Charge it up. Because yeah. they go back home or to earth and Rose sees her mom and you know, hugs her mom and do the reaction line. of the doctor. Yeah. What, which one? When, when she was,
0: Jackie says, you know, where's Mickey? And he just says, he's gone
1: home. Home, right. He's gone that home. It, that's great. And he also said she, when she first comes off the TARDIS, hugs her mom. And she's like, she goes, where have you been? And he goes, um, he goes far away. How does it, the way he words it though, he goes far away. Oh, he goes, that was really far like he almost was like shocked how how
0: far they went far yeah they i, didn't, I went. didn't really think of that yeah
1: like just, it's not just like we he did really, i don't know why just the way he words it he almost like stares off into space and is like man that was crazy what we just did
0: yeah she said where did you go and he says far away and yeah you can see the shock like on his eyes like or just yeah
1: that, that was far
0: <laughs> yeah. i mean that was probably the first time yeah that we we really we're in a true dire situation i would say the fact that they completely got out of their parallel world which still brings me to wonder you know again i think we kind of uh speculated on the last episode like how many doctors are there and do do the did the doctors and the time lords span across all of these parallel time streams right. and then he's the last and he can only kind of be in his lane or is it that each one had x amount of time lords and doctors yeah. and you know i, I still kind of want to know the answer to that and I think part of that is just my my mind right now in terms of alternate universes right. are there because of Endgame. Obviously, with Avengers Endgame being so fresh. I mean, everybody's thinking of, spoiler alert for Endgame, but just everybody's thinking about these alternate realities and that. And so now, couple in with we just went on a trip like that here in this show, right. I just want to know, like, is there other Doctors? And not necessarily right. just this Doctor, but go to the Time Lords. Like, were the Time Lords not destroyed in that parallel universe or parallel timeline we were just in? Like, right, right. How do we know? Maybe there were other Time Lords still alive because it just happened. Things happen different, at like Rose being a dog, and you know Mickey being named Ricky, and and his grandmother still being alive. Like we just we right. don't know, and I don't right. know if we'll ever get answers to it. But
1: I don't know. I don't know. Even so, the one thing we didn't talk about was Pete. Uh, kind of in the beginning of the episode when they kind of escape and they're all in that van together, and like what? Like Pete? It, like. He kind of was like the informant, or something. He was the informant. Yeah, he was for th- the preachers.
0: Yeah, they thought the whole time that they were just talking to law enforcement, but it was actually Pete, like embedded. He was the source of the information for everything that right. they were getting on John Lumick.
1: So that's crazy. I, I didn't really see that coming. And the funny thing was how in the last episode. We thought Ricky was the most wanted man in yeah. London, and it was really parking ticket. <laughs> and his, 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 the, what he say, what's he say in that spot? If I can go find that, he goes something about like you know he's all for the right to park wherever I want or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Give> Remember <laughs> how he words it, but he's very like adamant about yeah. I'm not going to hold me down. I can park wherever the hell I want. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just,
0: uh, all right, great, great episode, man. Good, yeah. good, good two parter. I think it was a good. That was our first two parter with Tenant, right? So I think it was good. good yeah, way. And, and kind of getting it? a yeah, I think so, it was right first two parts. Pretty sure. Yeah, and it's good getting a um for us. I mean, not knowing any history of Doctor Who, but finally getting the Cybermen in there, so we got a great introduction to them. I mean, there yeah. there have been villains, what appears to be in the series for a long time, dating back to the old series. Um, so, it's cool. Good good, uh, good two-parter.
1: Mm-hmm. So, uh,
0: what do you got for some trivia, Chris, this week? What do we got? All
1: right. Let's see. Bam, 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 bam. So, uh, you, you Pink Floyd fan?
0: Uh, I mean, probably just as much as you, man. Like,
1: yeah. Um, so, the marching of thousands of mind-control Londoners to Battersea, referred to as Dr. As, quote, sheep echoes the Pink Floyd song, Sheep, huh. from their album Animals, where the sheep are led to the Valley of Steel to be slaughtered. The album also features a shot of Battersea power station on its cover, with a pig floating above it, just like Lumix's own airship. Pink Floyd is known for incorporating the Doctor Who theme music into live performances on the song One of These Days. Huh. Didn't know that? Nope. Pretty cool. Um, uh, Mickey says to Rose when he's on the... Uh, Zeppelin and you know, everything starts blowing up. Mm -hmm. He yells to her, I'm coming to get you. You remember the doctor yelling to Rose, I'm coming to get you. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Remember that? Yeah, I do. Mickey. Yep. Mickey says the same thing. And it was kind of like a throwback to that. So um, according to an interview with Andrew Hayden Smith and comments by Russell T Davies in a press conference, Ricky and Jake were initially intended to be gay and be lovers. Wow,
0: I, I' being honest with you. I yeah. thought for sure in the car at the the end of this episode, I was like, "Is this gonna ha-? like?" I almost <laughs> thought that was gonna happen. And then when I read that here in this this page, I was like, "Yeah, so, you could see it."
1: Well, So you thought when Mickey and Jake were in the car,
0: I thought I thought it was yeah, man. You,
1: really? Yep. So you think Mickey just hey, like I'm done with Rose. I'm I, gonna go I, play no, for the well, other team I didn't right think now?
0: they were gonna, but I was like, right. "Are they gonna do this?" Like I, <laughs> like just the way they were alluding to it, and I almost thought they might.
1: Uh, so a deleted scene included in the complete series two DVD box set confirms this. Uh-huh. So there's a deleted scene between Ricky and Jake, uh, but a hint to the storyline remains in Jake's volatile response to news of Ricky's death. So if you go back and rewatch that, like, yeah, his reaction is, I guess you know, more of I lost my lover rather, right, than, a rather than a friend. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, where are we here? In the episode, Lumic is upgraded to Cyber Controller. Roger Lloyd Pack, who plays Lumic in human form, actually provided the controller's voice, which was still kind of cool, mm-hmm. um, along with the voice of Nicholas Briggs. Listen carefully, and you'll be able to tell the difference between voices. Um, Lumic's controller voice sounds more human in terms of tone, and I kind of—you can hear you his can hear voice, it. but I—I, I, and that's so odd that I—I I f- like found this because. I did. I thought there was times where it actually wasn't his voice. Huh. So they did use two voices for some reason. I don't know. Um, oh, that's the thing about the Harry Potter thing, which still blows my mind that I didn't really ever pick up on that. Um, the I'm coming to get you I haven't seen, We haven't
0: seen anything about the guys that wore those costumes, do we? Like the guys that played the Cybermen. No. Because for those that don't know, I'm a member of the, the uh, 501st. And so I and right. I am in as a stormtrooper. The 501st. We're a charitable group. We dress up as Star Wars villains. Essentially, it's it's bad guys doing good. We go to children's hospitals and all that. I right. have a full-on stormtrooper screen accurate costume, so right. I know what it's like to wear a stormtrooper costume. I was trying to watch to just get a feel for what their their suits seem to be made out of. You could see they're wearing the undersuit. They definitely have some of the the armor pieces on, but there's some shots of the legs. And it almost looks like it's leather pants to some extent. If you watch okay. the the cuff near the boot on the bottom, it's moving almost like fabric. So it almost okay. had me wondering is the top piece just like this hard kind of plastic chest piece with maybe something on the arms and then towards the bottom, it's just like silver painted Well, I, pants, I don't know.
1: I was paying attention to something similar and the scene where uh, Mickey cracks the code and then everybody that hasn't been converted is you know reversed basically like they're, they're not marching in and they realize what's going on and everybody and it's mayhem everybody like rushing out of the building uh-huh. and they're just like barreling over uh cybermen and there's one cyberman that kind of gets like knocked to the side against like a railing and his head kind of like goes back a little bit. it's almost like it was like rubber okay I so I, I, I would agree with you like the the chess pieces probably maybe I'm a little looking more at solid. one you
0: can see and you know what a lot of people use um I mean you can't be in the 500 first with this because you have to be screen accurate of course but a lot of cosplayers you'll see that are like Spartans from Halo or a lot of people you see doing Iron Man you can get this thin foam that's yeah. actually somewhat bendable and they'll. Cut that up and paint it, and you know, I mean, you can paint it shiny to look all metal. So I'm almost wondering if that's kind of what this is, because watching them move, it almost appears to maybe be that, like it's a softer, solid piece. So I'm almost wondering yeah. if the legs, it's not really a fabric because it doesn't really move like jeans or anything, what or even leather pants. So I'm almost wondering right. if they had like foam on instead of. Um, The plastic, but they'll also do a lot of times in movies where you'll have like, you know, when you see them standing there, maybe they are actually wearing a hard plastic or even hell even metal, which would be kind of crazy, costumes, but then for the action scenes when they're moving, they'll actually have different It's made a little bit different so they can move and do stunts. I'm sure they do. Which I mean, these guys—what kind of stunts are they really doing? But you know, (laughs) they have their motion costumes. I don't know. I just—I was looking through these. Like, is there anything in here about the actual costumes? But I couldn't see no, because and
1: even even the scenes where like they zoom in on their stomping when they're all stomping in unison. Mm -hmm. I'm watching that. And there's just a little bit of like, and, and dude, like we we're completely like nerding out on this. Like, I know, we were, but, 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 but and, and, me, this that's is fine.
0: A, I nerd out on it. That's the shit.
1: That yeah, I like. yeah. Because when I when you see them stomp, there is some like vibration going on in there, like in the ankle down, like the boot almost.
0: Yeah.
1: So I, I don't know why I'm interested in that crap. You well, know how we figure this out? We go to that Doctor Who, like museum or whatever it is. That's over right. In, we gotta do it because every everything is on display there. Where's so. is that? Is that in Cardiff? Uh, it should be. We'll if do it's a not, I don't know.
0: We'll do a tardy tardis meetup with our listeners. And we'll do there.
1: we'll do a show from inside the Doctor Who museum. Yeah, cool.
0: We'll get Eccleston there. We'll get all you know 10 adults. They'll all yeah. show up
1: clearly because this is which the which we didn't talk about podcast. this. Like I was not gonna go to New York Comic Con this That's year, That's right? And then I got an email stating that Eccleston is going to be there doing autographs. <laughs> And now I'm rethinking that. Hmm. And I, but they haven't said the date yet, and if, dude. If it,
0: no, they. Oh, that he's gonna be there. They gave
1: the dates they for the show. They, oh yeah, because you, you sent me
0: that man. I was so pissed when I looked at that. It's my. I work every fourth weekend and of course yeah. it's on my freaking weekend because Is honestly really? dude when i saw that i was like that would be the perfect thing for us to go oh, and I then tell people to listen to the show like show up at new york comic-con yeah we're gonna get together we're gonna wait in line as a group to meet eccleston like that would have been the greatest thing oh my ever, god man
1: and i think if you if you you know if it was the one weekend that you weren't working uh if it was during one of those weekends, i think we would i'd be setting this up a little bit more because, dude, if it was if it's on a Saturday and I'm going like by myself or my wife would come with me, I don't want to go. Dude, Saturday at New York Comic Con is the worst thing in it's the world. It's a mess, yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. So, um, but, I mean, he might be there m- multiple days. If he's there on, like, the Thursday or Friday, we'll talk.
0: See, I could probably go Thursday, but it would be a crazy whirlwind trip, man, and I don't know if it's worth it. It would
1: so be worth it, dude. <laughs> He doesn't do these things. He doesn't do – I know he
0: doesn't. I know, like, but – this we'll is see. like a once in a life. Right, we, well. If we get his date, we got to get his date. It needs to be Thursday or Friday. It has to be one of those days. Yeah. So we'll see.
1: um And one more. So uh, Mickey leaves in the episode, choosing to assume the role of his deceased doppelganger, Ricky, and continues his fight against the Cybermen, making him the first companion in the new series to leave the TARDIS crew by choice.
0: Wow.
1: So I guess that does not happen a lot. And why would it? When you're on that thing, like you don't want to get yeah. off. Seems like everybody who... Well, we only have the one woman, uh, in the school episode. I don't remember her name. I'm sorry. <clears throat> who she's oh, the old companion. Up. Yeah, I forget. I forget her name. Yeah, but she's 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 mad that she's not with him anymore. Mm-hmm. So Ricky's the first one to be like, I, I'm not going to do this. So yeah. well,
0: I mean, you know, if you you think about it, I mean, we've talked about just the life that the doctor lives with loss and all these things, and if you're As great as it is to see the universe and see all these amazing, incredible sights, you know, if you have the choice to live with your deceased grandmother, you know, or a world where things are happy and all that, and you have a place and you don't feel like that third wheel and you're constantly being just degraded, you know, that may be a little bit better than than doing that. I don't know.
1: So, and viewership seven point six four million, so it's dipped under the eight million uh, from the. Pre Not the well, no, I think what was the the rise of the Cybermen episode was a little bit more than that. So it actually went down a little bit, but still hovering in that range. So that's about it.
0: All right. Well, next yep. episode, we will be talking about the Idiot's Lantern. And uh this one, I mean, watching the uh, end credits for next week is just it's like a Twilight I, I, Zone.
1: Yeah, it's something that to rips a your face off it's like <laughs> Poltergeist Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know.
0: It says, uh, it's 1953, the coronation year of uh, Queen Elizabeth II, and the people of Great Britain huddled around their television and radio sets to witness the great event, but behind the celebrations are the rumors of monsters on the streets.
1: And so. the torment of Mr. Magpie <laughs> is hiding a strange and alien secret. Did you not get that part of it?
0: You know, for some reason, my <laughs> website will no longer, when I go to Amazon Prime, it won't show me the rest of this of the summary. Yeah. That's just where really? it cuts off. Yeah, you I don't click know why.
1: You click, click the, Click on the words.
0: Tormented by Mr. Magpie is hiding a strange and alien secret.
1: And and that's, that's where it, it ends. Yeah. Is that I think it? that's it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <'Cause> <laughs> <laughs> Computer 101. <laughs> just click on it.
0: Just click on it, you yeah. uh, idiot.
1: But yeah, I kind of want to know who Mr. Magpie is. Yeah. But... Um, name. So this is all right, so we're going back in time again.
0: Yeah. I like am trying to see if I there's
1: like, like some that. like some uh, pattern of how we're doing things, like going forward and going back and going forward and going back. And I don't have anything written down, so I'm just kinda of going off in my head like how they're doing this, but uh, I don't want to go ahead too far, so I'm not gonna do that. Just That's focusing right. on next week. Yep. Screw it. We're going back. Nineteen fifty three.
0: Back in time. Mm-hmm. but uh all right well everybody thank you here for tuning in and again if you know anybody that's a dr yep. fan help spread the word about our yep. show please and if you are a first time listener like and subscribe to the podcast on whatever service you're using uh email us please we love getting your emails that's already podcast at gmail.com you can find that link in the show notes as well as links to our twitter and our instagram page down there we love hearing from you guys about these episodes and uh just about the show man and, and your love yep. for doctor who and we, we're so happy everybody's coming along with us on this journey and uh anything here chris you want to throw out
1: at the end no we are um halfway through season two poof already yep. wow yep crazy we are there so moving right along all right moving right along
0: free, getting in the tardis without mickey moving right along And on that uh, note, and. Uh, yeah, Alright, everybody, thank you here as always for tuning in. And with that, we'll catch you next episode. Playing
1: Bones. <laughs> <laughs> I'd
0: like to hear the echo. Gross, gross. Like to hear the <laughs>